am vegan. Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. I'm your host, Adam Vale. Tonight, I'm joined by Richard Bailey Jr. What's up, listeners and viewers? And the one and only Carlo Romero. What's up, man? Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on? You know what's going on. This is the episode we were waiting for. We, <laughs> all these damn side episodes that they launched, we were waiting for this moment. This is it. And, uh, yeah, we got words. I know I, I could definitely got a lot of words, and I'll probably saw it mm-hmm. right off the back. But real quick, shout-out to everybody who's been following on on uh, Spotify and iTunes. It, it, it just, it's been great. It's been great. You know, I, I'm just glad that people still follow The Walking Dead and follow this podcast because that's what we talk about, Walking Dead. All right, so big shout-out to everybody there, everybody over on YouTube and, and all over the place. Just thank you. It, it's been great. It's been great. All right, so let's let's get into this, people. All right, so how do you want to start this? Just with spoilers, just a, a warning, because I had some people hit me up. Oh, I didn't know those spoilers. Yeah, th- there's spoilers in this one. We're, we're, <laughs> we're talking about some stuff here, people. So if you haven't watched it, then stop right now and then come back after and hear our thoughts. But uh, yeah, there's spoilers right here. So um, I'll just start this off, because this is the first thing that I thought of as I was watching this. We should have received this episode two seasons back. This mm-hmm. this episode should have been maybe when when he was locked away in prison in Alexandria right before they did the time jump or maybe somewhere in between they should have had that moment where we just get to reflect or while he's there in the the cell reflect on his life because that's really what this was and this would have been a big wake up call for a lot of people especially those who were not on the Negan bandwagon because they don't follow the comics they don't know what's really going on and and thought the whole Glenn thing was just done for ratings not understanding that that was lore that's just how it went down so i really think this would have been this would have been a key episode at that time and the way that we've seen with the ratings for these side episodes, which haven't been great, I'm nervous that uh, a lot of people just aren't going to pay attention and not even give this episode a time of day. It's going to be a word of mouth type of thing of like, oh, you need to come back and watch this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you guys think? Go ahead, Carlos, and then I'll go after you. Okay. <clears throat> so I agree with Adam. This is... This is long overdue. I mean, Negan is, and Jeffrey D. Morgan is one of the biggest characters and actors in this whole show. I'm surprised we we've we've gotten any of this. Um, obviously, it's understandable right now because of the whole COVID situation. We do need all of these one-off episodes. Kind of, I think Rich said it on our text group. It's like kind of like webisode kind of episodes. Mm-hmm. They're, they're kind of like that. This is definitely the best one out of all of them. Um, especially, I mean, I guess we're kind of biased here because Negan (laughs) is one of our favorite characters. Um, I mean, the whole show is named after him. So obviously we're going to enjoy this and yeah, it's, it's, it was a really great episode. I like his story. Jeffrey D. Morgan did a great job acting. Uh, his wife, Lucille was, was amazing. I mean, the whole transition that they went through from like the beginning to, I mean, they kind of went around the different times, uh, time spans. It's like, oh, six months earlier, and then it, it jumped around a lot. But, you know, 
just as a contained episode, this was really, really well done. Um, we'll talk later about sort of the aftermath of it, which is the part that I'm the most interested out of all of it because I have no <laughs> clue what the hell this means for Negan. Um, but um, just overall, this episode was very well done. It's it was a it was a hell of a lot better than the last one. I'll say that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, all Ooh. right. So let's get into it. We see the episode off opens up with Negan leaving Alexandria, and he's with Carol. And Carol's like, "I'm doing this for your own good. She's going to kill you." I mean, Maggie. Saying it's like, "You got to look. The council agree that you have to leave. You've been banished." And he's like, "You sure about that, or is it just you?" It's like, ah, "Whatever. Just get the hell out. <laughs> you got to go." But the part that I don't understand is he gets banished, but then he go- knows exactly where the tree is. And where to dig to find Lucille, the bat. That I didn't understand because the, was he trying to say that he buried the bat? Like he knew because he asked her where it is. Like, I don't know. We, we don't know where it is. That I didn't get. Did you guys get anything? Did I miss something there? I have no clue. I, I, I don't remember Negan ever bur- burying it or I don't remember anybody else burying the bat. I guess it was just, uh, my guess it's just Negan sort of he had he buried that totem just you know for future use maybe he it, it symbol like especially when he was in alexandria it symbolized something that was that terrorized a lot oh, of those yeah. people yeah 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 and and then a part of me was thinking well maybe this is the original lucille bat you know maybe what he was using was whatever version bat that he had with him but he always knew where the original one was and that's where this whole thing kicks off is that once he, he digs up this bat that's when we get all the flashbacks and then that's where we jump into his story so then mm-hmm. we jump in and we see that this is what was it 12 years earlier and we see him in a trailer and he's with lucille his wife and mm-hmm. he's she's trying to he's trying to take care of her she has cancer she was dealing with some treatments before all this craziness happened but uh now it's a little hard to get the the treatment that she needs so it and this is where the time jump comes in. So I'm going to try to just streamline all this because uh, the bottom line of this whole little part because he he does go out on the road and he he tries to rob what looks like a medical truck that's making the rounds in that area and he knows right. the route. So he tries to rob these people, but that doesn't work out. The, one of the the girls, I think, was it, was it his daughter, the the doctor's daughter, just whacks him in the head with a bat, knocks him out. When he comes. Well, I mean, she didn't really look like his daughter, to be honest. Yeah, I know, I, but that's what they said. That's what he said. So, I mean, we're not going to question it. I mean, whatever. I have a yeah. question. Oh, you can do it. I do have a question. That girl, the one with that knocked him with the bat, she seemed familiar. Was she? Was she in the show before? I I I, I thought the the goon that grabbed him looked familiar too. I don't know. Anything's possible. This could be like a law and order situation where people come back later on and play different roles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, I, I see that was dead guy number three in the alley. I'm pretty sure. And now he's a lawyer. I, I could have sworn that she was part of uh, Negan's group uh, crew back in the in the day. I like oh, when, when oh I know what you're saying. You think that she was that main girl? The main, she was that she was part. Of, you know what? It's possible. I'm not gonna discuss. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very possible because. Uh, and I'm sorry for not realize like for even if I'm wrong or right because there's so many characters and I'm oh, like she was like it's, it's a possible. lot so it's very possible <laughs> yeah yeah because 
I mean, we'll get to it when we, we get toward the end of this episode. It's very possible. So he comes to, he's like, hey, listen, this is what's going on. And he tells the doctor the story. And the story is he was with his wife, the the whole thing with uh, the world falling apart. And he's just trying to do the best he can. And he needed some meds. And what was it? The generator. We see this one. They did the back and forth on the generator. But the point is that there's a generator that keeps it running. And he was supposed to go out there and jumpstart it. And he forgot. And by doing that, the freezer fell apart. Everything melted. And her meds went bad that she had. And he, she, she already knew that things were not going well for herself. And she was like, get ready for this. But... He was very emotional about, no, no, I got to do this for you. I got to make it up for you. And then that's also where we saw some of the flashbacks that he wasn't the best of husbands. We see that he was a gym teacher, right, before all this happened. And he was home, what was he, playing some, like, uh, Call of Duty or something. He was he was playing some game, and uh, she was like, what are oh, you doing? Oh, he was playing, he was playing, was it Gears of War? Was it Gears? I could have sworn Maybe it. it was Gears, it could have been. He was, he was playing something. She was like, you're playing with kids, like, no, teenagers, you know, and... This whole thing, you know, it's funny. But the bottom line for that was that he was going through a hard time. He had a fight with a guy in a bar, and uh, that cost him his job because it turns out that, that the father, the guy he beat up, is the father of one of the students at the school where he's a gym teacher. And so he got let go. And uh, that was his whole thing going on there. But then we also find out that when she says she has to go to the doctor, and he was like, oh, no, I'm busy. I got to go see the parole officer and the whole thing. And that's when she finds out that she has cancer. She calls him. It's going straight to voicemail. And then uh, it, it turns out that we find out that uh, she he's having an affair. Yeah. And that that really sucked. you know. And, but he, he told her after the fact, hey, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I cut it off with her once I found out you have cancer and this and this and that. Because she told him that she knew about it. And he was like, why are you telling me this now? Which at first I was also wondering. I was like, why even come clean at this point to say, oh, yeah, I knew back then you were having an affair. And all And she was like, no, I just want you to know because I know you were trying to make it up to me. And you have been. You know, you're here. You're taking care of me during all this craziness. And she was trying to convince him to stay. And again, this is all through a flashback of a flashback because, remember, he's flash having a flashback with the bat and like where you know aka present time for them but then he's also telling this story to the doctor right Mm -hmm. at there so that was that whole situation so she's like listen just stay here stay with me let's just enjoy the time that we have because you don't know if you're going to find this truck and even if you find this medical truck don't know if they're going to have the meds and we have nothing to trade so what are you going to give them don't worry i'll figure it out and we know how he was going to do it. He was going to rob him, which which fell apart. So right there, with that whole little backstory, what did you guys think of that, Rich? What did you think of this uh, backstory that we got for Negan, school teacher and all? Well, gym teacher. Well, I thought that this was a very interesting way to tell the story where there's a flashback within a flashback within a flashback. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I, I mean, if someone doesn't pay attention, they might miss... Uh, you know how the story is constructed, but I, I I agree. I thought it was very well done um, because even when you was talking about the scene with when he when we find out about the affair, before we find out about the affair, there's already a flashback going on about his wife telling him, "Oh, there's something that I need to tell you," and then that's when they go back to 
what actually happened. And then that's when she reveals after that that, oh, yeah, I knew that you were having an affair all that time. Uh, and then he said, oh, well, I did stop once I found out that you had cancer. So, I mean, <clears throat> I really like that they have made Negan a three-dimensional character, a character that you definitely care about. Obviously, when they introduce the character, you know, you see him kill Glenn. A lot of people was very angry with that. But uh, I do agree with what you said earlier, Adam. This is the episode that should have aired a long time ago. It should not have aired now. But I will say this. It is the best episode of all of the bonus episodes. And in my personal opinion, if, if I was in charge at AMC, I would have had this episode be the only episode that I show to end the season. Don't show the other episodes unless you have something big planned for all these was other it, characters. Was, I thought this was the last one. There's more? Oh, no. no. Th this is the last one, but I'm saying oh, I would okay. prefer this episode instead of the other five before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're saying if they were just saying that we have these six right here, which was the strongest one if we could only show one? Yeah, I agree. This should be should have yep. been the only one. I agree. Yes, definitely. It definitely would have got a lot of people talking and, and, and in a good way. So, Carlos, what did you think of this whole intro? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, the the whole it starts with the whole twelve years, and I just thought to myself, "Wow, it's been twelve years since the start of all this stuff." <laughs> um, it seems like forever now, man. These zombies are still alive. Crazy. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed like this first part um, scene, you know, because Lucille, <clears throat> we knew the significance of Lucille, the name itself, because it was the name of the bat. He would talk to his bat occasionally, and we knew that it was that used to be the name of his wife. <clears throat> so, see, just seeing that backstory with 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 her, and seeing uh, just how vulnerable he like it's it's hard to believe just how he was. You know, he couldn't even kill a zombie. Yeah. You know, a walker mm -hmm. couldn't kill a walker like by himself without the help of his wife that had cancer. It's like just seeing how his character turned, and it's like, uh, and he it's, even gave a good reason after. He was like, you know what? It's not so much I can't do it; it's that I'm afraid of that if I do it, I'm going to keep doing it, and mm -hmm. just be cool with it and make it seem like it's the. Norm. He had that switch. He yeah. knew he had that switch. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just with the whole the whole um, the jukebox part where <laughs> the, the dude you know wouldn't wouldn't let him hear the song and just lost his mind and you know beat him to a pulp. Um, yep, yep. Would you guys? I, I, interesting question. Would you guys have wanted to see that scene in the bar? Uh, yeah. Know, you think? Yeah. You say so. I don't know. It's 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 up in the air. It depends. If uh, uh, yeah, I don't oh. think I would have. It depend. If uh, the reason why I say it depends. If let's say the episode started with the flashback of him in the bar and we see him with Lucille and some guy getting loud because that's how the whole fight took place, right? She's trying to hear the, her favorite song and they already put in their 50 cents, as he said. And this guy was just a loud mouth talking up, whatever. And she, Lucille, got up and said, hey, can you do me a favor? Just quiet it down so I can hear my song and the whole thing. And he got nasty with her and that was enough yep. to set Negan off and he just saw Red and beat his ass. If they would have started the episode like that, then yeah, yeah, there you go. I want to see it. But no, the fact that, that they started... That would have been crazy. Yeah, but the fact yeah. that they went through this whole other route of, oh, you've been kicked out of the group with Carol and all that stuff. It's like, huh? Uh, yeah. I, oh, sorry, Rich. I'll, this this just going to be real quick. No, sure, I would have 
I would have I would have loved if the, if it, if the opening was that it's like Negan goes to the jukebox, puts the song, and you know it, it, it's like you are so beautiful, and then like that part happens, and then he beats him up. So now you think that Negan is just uh like just as fucked up person that's just looking for a fight all the time, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then that's how it starts with and then and then you go go to the present and then you go back to the past and stuff and then the episode would have been badass if the episode would have ended with him putting the money back into the jukebox and then him dancing with his wife mm-hmm. when she was before cancer and everything I don't know if she had cancer then but no. you know from what he said no because that was he didn't know it would it would have been awesome if he if he would have danced with her on the jukebox, you know, in the bar, everything broken down, um, kind of like how I don't know. For some reason, I, the thing that comes into my mind is uh, Steve Rogers dancing with uh, Agent Carter oh, at the yeah, end yeah, of. Uh, yeah. it, definitely, it definitely would have been cool to see that if they would have had it presented in that way. But no, they went a different route. You know, so. Now that we got to just to clear that hole up, that was one flashback of the story that he was telling the doctor. So now the doctor gives him all the stuff that he needs. It's just the doctor and the daughter that are in this truck. So it gives him all stuff. He says, hey, I'm sorry. I don't have anything. Don't worry about it. This is an answer. Like, all you have is a gun to protect yourself. And he was like, well, this is all I had. And that's when the, the, the daughter, she gives him the bat. And he, she was like, here, take this. You're going to need it because there's some bandits on the road. And he was like, oh, okay, thanks. You know, and he puts everything on his motorcycle because he had a motorcycle. And then he drives off. You know, But the next time, after we already did some of the flashback discussions, we see that he gets caught by one of these bandits. And he's tied to a chair and he's getting beat up. And this bandit, and that's why I was looking at the bandit. I was like, is this one of the guys that joined his crew later on? Because he did have some, some guys. But no, that, I don't think he was. But um, Anyway, so he's beating on him, and basically he's just trying to get information about that medical truck. He's like, tell me the route. Where is it? Where are they going? Who's there? And he's trying to give little information. Listen, they're good people. They don't have weapons. Just leave them alone. No, no, no. He's beating on them. And they know about the wife. And he's like, we'll let you go with these meds to your wife if you tell us where this is. right? Or else you're not going to see her. And I think at this point it was weird because he said it was like six weeks that he was already on the road. Mm-hmm. So it, it definitely was some time, which I was like, I, part of me was kind of like, damn, really, I know you want to throw in some time for this, this journey to go find this medical truck, but six weeks, that's, over, that's almost two months. That's kind of long. I would have went more like two weeks. Like, all right, go out there. Because remember when he first introduced this idea to Lucille of hunting down this medical truck, he was like, I know the route. He said, they're still in the neighborhood. Well, six weeks doesn't seem like they're in the neighborhood if you're that far out. So anyway, he's like, all right, all right, bring the map, bring the map. And he shows them on the map, their next route. And I was like, all right, maybe they're going to lock them up, do something. And then eventually, no, they, they stuck to their word. They're, they're kind of honorable bandits because they really didn't have to do this. But they let him go. And this this is a weird scene to throw in here because I, I was like, well, what is, is this where he's going to help out or not? But we see that he's leaving that room with the the meds that he needs for his wife and he's strapping it back onto his his truck i mean uh sorry on his motorcycle and then we see the medical truck across the street and we could hear the daughter who's a grown woman like i said people i hope you watch this episode it's really good but it's a grown woman it's not a child that's and she's screaming with this guy 
She's, she's fighting. So they went and they found the truck, the medical truck first, I guess, before letting Negan go. And uh, then they were fighting with them in the truck. Like right there, that scene I thought was going to be the turning point. I was like, well, he's probably going to get involved in some way because he does have the bat. But eventually, as we see, that comes later. But right there, what did you think that, of that whole little uh, him getting caught and, and the way they, they panned out that story element there? Rich? Yeah, so, well, one one thing to clarify, this thing with the bandits, that was the, the first flashback. Mm-hmm. And then that was when they decided to go to all the other ones. Well, um, no, that's the second, because the first flashback is when he finds the bat. When he did, he digs yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that's correct. yeah, that's correct. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were so many flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's like a flashback in, in a flashback. But but I I mean yeah I, I I was I was glad with how they handled that, where once he did get free, you know you you, you it, because again it made you again his his whole mission was to get the supplies so he can try to get back to his wife. So it made sense. He wouldn't intervene, but I think I figured, like a lot of many people would figure, he probably is going to try to come back though after the fact. Because once, like you said, once you know it's six weeks, there's no way she was still going to be alive, at, at, at you know, in that time frame. Because even when he left her, she was saying, "You you, you know, stay with me." Yeah, yeah. And he don't was, even bother. So, don't even bother. Just enjoy so, the time we have. Exactly. But he said nope because. And I understand that, and, and again, they, they provide context with that because of the fact that he had the affair. I kind of felt like he still wanted to prove to her that he was a changed man and that he would do whatever he can to help her, even at this point when it was as grim as it was and all that time had passed. So I understand why they would let him go, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a foolish decision of them to do that because they paid for it later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So do you think he was going to get involved right there? Because they were good to him, you know, the, the doctor and the daughter. Yeah, yeah they, didn't, they didn't seem, I mean, they weren't hostile at any, like, oh, they were hostile at the beginning when they hit him with the bat. But after that, you know, they patched him up. They they gave him, uh, like, the medicine that he needed. I didn't think that they were gonna, he was going to do anything to them, especially since we knew that he was still kind of, he was still kind of, uh, I don't know, I don't know if soft is the right word, but. He wasn't. He wasn't the Negan that we knew. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, going back into the to the whole gang thing, I'm like, so he's unscrewing this this uh, this screw here. I'm like, what is he? How how the hell is he gonna <laughs> take these two guys on with you know weapons and stuff with this little screw? Is mm-hmm. he? So that's the part that intrigued me the most because I just didn't know <laughs> how the hell he was gonna get out of that. But you know, seeing afterwards when you know he kind of ratted him out it was like oh man yeah was i like, was, what was like the point of that with the school it's like oh well okay he just decided to rat him out anyway yeah so <laughs> i was i was i was devastated i'm like damn it they're gonna kill him they were so nice it, it just you know it's kind of a walking dead thing to do it's like these people that didn't have anything to do just you know are gonna bite the dust um but i think i mean it changed everything changed after you know we got the whole when he figured out the, you know, when he came back to his home. Yeah. When he, when he yeah. came back and, to his home. And that's what we'll get to now. Now, here's the question, though. He said six weeks. So how long did it take for him to get back home if it was already six weeks that he was on the road hmm. just to get Well, uh, 
I mean, but if, if you think about it, I mean, when you're looking for something that you don't know where it is, you're just, you know, going from point A to point B to point C to point D. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, when you got when you got the goods and you got that that sweet bike, it's like I'm going. I'm just going from one point to the other. I already know where home is. So he's just, you know, rolling back. So I'm guessing it took way less to do it. Well, he gets home, and uh, no surprise, once he gets in there, you start hearing growls and, you know, typical walker noises. And there she is. She's on the bed. She's converted. That's it. And Mm -hmm. he just breaks down crying. And he looked like he was going to kill her. And he just backed out of that and cried next to the bed, just like going nuts. He just can't believe this happened. And he packs up some stuff, he leaves, and he sets the whole trail on fire. He just burns it down. Mm-hmm. And then he goes up to a fence, and he rips off some barbed wire. He clips off some barbed wire and wraps it around the bat that he has. And there we go. That's the birth of Lucille. Right there at that moment. And this is also the birth of Negan that we know mm-hmm. at that moment. Because now it's like he doesn't give a shit. This is it. The one person that he loved, that he cared about, is gone now. And so mm-hmm. now it's balls to the wall. As before, and, and we'll get to it in a second, where he was like, I don't, uh, I've never really hit anybody, well, besides the person in the bar, but now I'm ready to kill. So he does, like you said, he does go back to that area. And uh, yeah, you know what? Now think about it from that travel, then it can't be that far because it looked, it like, it, 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 it looked like it happened that same night. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, even even if it, especially in the East Coast, he could have gone two states out, and within one day he would have been back. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I, I think that took less than a day to go from whatever his wherever his house was to that bar. Um, I was gonna say, oh, I was uh, quick question: Did they say anything about? Uh, I think her name was Jane, the sister, the one that she, the one that Negan cheated on. No. They didn't say yeah. anything. They, they did? Oh, no, the only, only thing, the last we heard was that he had stopped messing around with her once he found out that uh, Lucille had cancer. Because he had told her that when they were talking. Yeah. When she revealed that she knew all along he had an affair. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just surprised they didn't they didn't mention her afterwards. Like, oh, like, my, the t- like just like it, within conversation saying like, oh, when, when your sister died uh, right as the accident, right as the, the thing started happening, it's like. Because we didn't really get anything about what happened to her, no. if they died or anything. Because, no. I mean, if, if she's still alive, I'm like, well, Negan, I mean, let's finish this. Yeah. You know, party <laughs> keeps going. Boom, boom, boom. Finish this fight. <laughs> you know, but, yep, speaking of finish the fight, now he gets back and uh, it's the doctor that's in the hot seat. Where where Negan was, and he's getting beat up, and it's the same goon over here beating on him now saying, where's the good stuff? Because that was the other thing that we found out that the doctor, well, the doctor's daughter, <clears throat> she said that they had what was it? The stuff was stashed not on in the truck that their medical truck. They had it somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? And that that's where they would go. So I think that's what he was asking. Like, Where's the good stuff? This this and that. He's going back and forth, and he's like, you know, you got a nice sweet little daughter over there, and doing that whole thing. So while that's happening, that interrogation, we see Negan show up. He's got his bat. He sees a guy. Whack. He's going to town, and we already hear on the radio people screaming. You know, that whole thing. The the goon that's doing the interrogation is trying to talk to people. He's like, what's happening? What's going on? You know, he could fit, He's trying to figure out what's happening. 
And that if, I, if I'm right, the the doctor gets up, right? Was that it? Yep. Yeah, he gets up, and then they start uh, fighting it out. And at the same time, the door opens. The dude starts shooting at the door. They're having that whole little thing, but Negan gets in and, and whacks him. All right, so now he has him sitting in the hot seat. And he sits out of He tells the doctor, go get your daughter your, your daughter, and, and get out of here or do whatever. Something to that effect, but make sure she's okay. And that he took care of everybody else that was there. Right, and we see Lucille, the bat, all bloodied up now. You know, guts stuck on it and everything. And uh, this is where we get the, the, our traditional Negan. He's there with the speech. And this is where, as we talked about earlier, he talks about, hey, the only time I ever came close to killing a man was this story. And you need to hear this story because once the story is done, you're dead <laughs> to that effect, right? He's like, I'm going to kill you. Do, you, so, do you, you know how I got these scars? Right? That's what that's that like, kind of situation. Yeah, it's that, yeah, definitely that type of situation. Like, you got to hear this. Right? But unlike that, that situation with the Joker, I think he was BSing every single time. I don't believe any of those stories. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, those, those were stuff. those were based on his on his dimensional, yeah, you know, yeah. his, his, his his fucked up brain. Yeah, that, no, this this this, this, this is this is true story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so he's uh, he tells him the story about the bar and what happened, how he lost his job and all this stuff. But then now he lost his wife, wife's dead, the whole thing, right? And now you're dead, and whack, just kills him. So, all right, that's it. That's it for that flashback. That's it for all of that. Because then it jumps to the present time where he's just looking at the bat. Now there's a walker coming up from behind. He whacks that one down. Quick scene after that. We see him headed right back into Alexandria. And Carol's looking at him like, what are you doing? And he's like, nah, I still got a bunch of things I need to do here. It's unfinished business. And I'm pretty sure you guys are going to need me. Something to that effect, but uh, she was like, "Well, okay, but you know, Maggie's gonna kill you." And he's like, "All right, I'll deal with that." And he just like keeps walking, and then we see uh, a flash of uh, uh, Daryl somewhere off in the corner, which is probably just stock footage that they used, <laughs> just staring <laughs> yeah. off. You know, you see like stock footage of everybody just looking off in the distance, which could be to look at Negan. And then same thing goes for Maggie, and we see her, and she giving her the, the evil eye type of thing. And uh, that was the episode. That was it. And that's my gripe, and, and that's the only gripe that I have, is the beginning and the end of this episode. I, I think that the beginning should have, like you said, should have started with the flashback of him in the bar with with Lucille and the song and seeing that. And then the the ending should have just been him just there in town looking out at everybody and then because maybe this could have been all him all this happening in in his bunk you know in his house just sleeping or whatever just resting thinking back we didn't have to have this oh we're kicking you out and then you come back i don't think that was needed you know that that it doesn't make any sense really because as we find out no one knew about it it was just carol telling him to leave it wasn't the the council didn't sit around and agree to this exactly so that was pointless but it would have been cool at that point because then when he opens up the door and he looks out, it's like, this is a new Negan. Now we know more of why or his reasoning for being who he is and what happened. And again, we've talked about it before. For those who don't know, we are on the side of Negan when it comes to that whole first altercation with with Rick and them. Because remember, Rick started it. They killed mm-hmm. some of the Negans. 
They did all that, okay? <laughs> they killed plenty of Negans. Exactly. When <laughs> in, their in their sleep. In their sleep. In their yep. sleep. They killed these people while they were sleeping. They didn't have questions. They just said, you know what? You're all going to die. They did that. And so, of course, he. they have to retaliate. Anybody would. Anybody would. They had to retaliate. So they do. And it, 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 yes, we know what's going on with him, with the... With oh my god, I'm blanking on his name, but you know what I'm talking about the, uh, the Maggie's husband, Glenn. Glenn, we Glenn, know yeah. the story of Glenn. We know the whole group's backstory. He doesn't. He's just doing the any being on any mo. So he just if you see it from the other side, then you understand, and that's the whole thing with follows. This is why I will never take Maggie's side on this because she oh. is. Yes, I get it's it's her loved one, and yes, it was my loved one, but. As time passes, and then you see from the other side of the fence of how things were and how it was perceived, then you have to understand you were somewhat the villain coming into this. Yes, he wasn't a great guy, and he had his people and multiple wives. He was living, you know, the whole polygamy thing going on. Yeah, there was a lot of shady things going on. But with this scenario here, it didn't have to go down that way. And so it is what it is. But anyway, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I don't think anyone on this panel thinks that he's going to die. I don't think uh, when there's the last season, there's no way they're killing Negan off. Uh, well, I don't. I, 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 you said no one on this panel thinks that. You think that? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! All right, I, I, I do have a few things to say, but let let's go to Carlos first because I think Carlos was about to say something. <laughs> yes. So it's just important to mention that he he burned Lucille. Yes, that's both what I was of them. To say. Yep. Um. So it, that's kind of. You know, the symbolism with that is like, oh, like he's moving on. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's he's putting that in the past. He's it's it's not going to be part of it. I mean, he's a new Negan now. Um, the whole thing with Maggie. Um, I mean, I understand why she's never going to see him in the way that, you know, other people can. Because, I mean, rightly or wrongly, when someone kills your significant other, especially when you're carrying their child, and they're like a living representation of him and being like, oh, yeah, this is the guy that killed your dad, you know, with no mercy. Regardless of whether they were on the right or the wrong, it's kind of, you know, it's still fucked up. Anyway, oh, yeah. you still slice but it. But he also just saved all of them by killing Alpha. Oh, yeah. Dealing yeah, yeah. with that whole thing. So he got That's him out why of a bad situation. It's, 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 all, it's all gray. It's all, it's all in gray, you know, shades of gray. Um, so... Yes, yeah, so I the the part that I'm the most interested in right now after this watching this episode is what is his mindset? Because he walked into that he walked into Alexandria looking like you know he just like got laid or something and oh, he's yeah, all yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah, I have no clue what his attitude is in terms of is is he a, is he is he just going to be ruthless you know towards his enemies? Um, we obviously don't think that he's going to be like like trying to get anyone from alexandria but what is it what is his purpose you know is it to to live with this people and you know maybe procreate or or establish a civilization or is it to be you know just be this this loner outsider guy within a society and never fitting in that's the part that interests me the most um because you know it's complicated and and as as time goes on a lot of these Alexandria people weren't even weren't even there during the part where Negan was the was the villain. Um, <laughs> you know, Carol and Daryl and Maggie were were, were were three of them. You know, oh, not yeah. many are left. 
Um, so Shit, I don't know if anyone's it, left from the prison during that whole thing. Remember the the season the prison? Uh, two? Yeah, they so always it, made it seem like there was more people, and uh, of course we saw them all yeah. get on the school bus. But who knows how many of them are still there yeah. of that group? A lot of the a lot of the red shirts there. We don't know where they there are. Like especially this season, where you know a lot of the a lot of the people don't even get to be you know all in the same all in the same uh, shoot because oh, yeah, you know yeah, they have to yeah. be socially distanced yeah. and stuff. So that's that's why we, we we still had don't have a grasp of just how populated Alexandria actually is. Um, yeah, so. I'll, I'll be interested to see. And I didn't actually know that this was the last episode. I thought this was the penultimate episode. So this oh, no. is the last episode of this part of the season, right? Yeah, that's it. This, that, that's the end. And the, and the season will return uh, this summer. Season, yeah. season 11. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it was it next week is the return of Fear. Pretty, yeah. I think, yeah, it's for Fear the Walking Dead comes back. So we get back into that. But yeah, but overall, uh, overall I, was, I was happy with this. I'm glad we finally got this backstory. Was, so, was... yeah, Rich. Oh yeah, no, no. Continue. Then I'll. Then I, I have a few things to to say. <laughs> no, not much more to say. I mean, we t- pretty much said everything. This should have been an episode we received two seasons ago, and I'm just glad that it's here. And I hope that word of mouth spreads to people that have yeah. walked away from The Walking Dead, from those like us that are still watching, to tell those people it's like, hey, this was an important episode. You know, if, whether people have their their issues with the character Negan and all that stuff, but they should watch this one because then maybe this will bring some closure to a lot of those casuals mm-hmm. that just couldn't understand why it went down the way it did. And this is a good uh, reasoning, and I think a lot of people could relate. So I think it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can go. So, so yeah, I agree. Uh, a fantastic episode, and I think it served the purpose of, you know, giving you more details as to Negan's backstory. And then, of course, as Carlos mentioned, the closure of the burning of the bat, which means that now the character is turning over a new leaf. Because, I mean, I also believe in holding on to that bat, that's also symbolic of him still holding on to the memory of his wife. Yeah, he so, even mentioned right. that too. He was like, he's like, I yeah. missed you so much. I even named the bat after you. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so that that was important. But, but to answer what Carlos said earlier about uh, what is his mindset, I personally think that ever since Negan got taken down by Rick and has been thrown into that jail, it feels as though the character has lost something. And it, it felt like, you know, the Negan we knew before, the tough guy, is just like he was a shell of himself. So I think this episode, when you saw the end of how he took those guys out, and then he, it's like he got his swagger back after he goes through that flashback. And he's willing to go back to that situation, regardless of what happens with uh, Maggie. He's not really, it doesn't feel, feel to me like he's concerned or worried about it. He's just going to go back to being someone who is still going to try to stand his ground. Does that mean he would, you know, be angry to, you know, mean towards the others? I, I, I doubt that. I just feel like he's not going to be as worried or try to hide from uh, Maggie if there's a confrontation. Um, so that that's what I got out of that. And, and the last point that I will make is I really hope they don't do this. But uh, oh. in terms of the cliche uh, way to resolve issues... I believe I would not. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Negan could sacrifice himself to save Maggie and Herschel. Herschel, especially, because mm-hmm. 
that because again, you know, the re- you understand from Maggie's point of view why she doesn't like Negan and all this other stuff. But yeah, we see that from another perspective. I don't think she's ever going to forgive him, or unless there is going to obviously be something that happens next year uh, in the next season that brings them together and they have some type of confrontation. And I have to say, it was a very slick approach of AMC to advertise these bonus episodes with the first advertisement being. What's going to happen between Negan and Maggie? And then we never got an answer to that. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so, you know, and then for those who follow the comic, who know, they, there is no closure for this. In the comic, it doesn't happen. In the comic, we don't get it. Uh, Maggie still does her thing with Herschel growing up and becoming a, a piece of shit of a man. And oh, whoa, whoa. yeah, <laughs> it comes up. Yeah, it's pretty bad for him. And Negan. It's just lives. He lives on the outskirts of the Commonwealth, has his house and his whole thing, and uh, we don't really see him. Carl, though, in the comic was still alive and would still visit him from time to time. But it looks like he was just you know a loner, just doing his own thing. So if you can't, my the reason why I brought it up is because you can't look at that as reference or guidance of what's going to happen. Because uh, if anyone's trying to say, oh well, like you just said, if they go with the trope of like he's going to sacrifice, well, that would be the TV show just creating that narrative because that does not happen in the comic. And the crazy thing with this, the show is that even though it adds some sub uh, characters that aren't part of that the, the comic series, they really don't drift too far off when it comes to the story. Like the the main story carries over all the key elements, like what we just said with. Uh, with Glenn dying, that was a key moment. That happened. Carl getting shot in the eye, eye pop. That was a key. That still happened. What uh, about uh, Alpha. Rick and Michonne not getting those uh, contract extensions? <laughs> <laughs> right, the Rick and Michonne. Like that was. Well, they were. They were a couple. I mean, they they, they were well, not a couple in the in the comic, but there was a couple that uh, you know in the show. And it still carried over, like that's like even now with the whole thing with uh, Ezekiel and what's going on with, uh, um, with the, Eugene? no, the Yumika, yeah, and how she is a lawyer, and that was a key part of the the final season of the comic with Michonne being a lawyer. It, it, it all came uh-huh. up, so yeah, the fact that she is also an attorney and then Michonne is, but Michonne's not here, but it's okay because we got Yumika. She can fill that role. So mm-hmm. it's still, even though they replace some of the characters, the roles are still the same. And you also said that Rick also dies in the comic too, right? Yes. Uh-oh. Yes, yes Uh-oh. he does. He does. And uh, that's the thing here. Though he's not dead yet. He's missing, mm-hmm. as you know, for the story of uh, the movies. So he that's the one part right there. But everything else, you know, and, and then even with the whole Carl situation... Carl. Yeah, Carl. But we'll see. I, I hope they do drift off, but I have a feeling that uh, Negan is going to have his own spinoff. Something's going to happen because he's a very popular character. He has I have a question. A, yep, go ahead. So, something that I was thinking about during the, you know, the transcourse of this episode, I was just thinking, you know, we have some sort of conclu- like semi-conclusion of of the show in season 11 obviously it's going to be the last season of the walking dead there are going to be spin-offs but would you guys ever be interested in a finale being a movie uh, uh, like a theatrically released movie 
Oh, you know, with like Michonne, Firefly? like with Firefly, with the yeah, 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 yeah. like that. You know, having you know, and then having Rick and Michonne back because obviously they want to be Hollywood and stuff. So, you know, <laughs> big movie stuff. So this this can appease them. You can bring back you know Maggie and and Daryl and all of them and have this you know epic movie that you know that closes it closes this chapter of the walking dead and you can keep going with the spin-offs you can do other movies and you can do other uh series but you know as far as the main line the walking dead this that would be a conclusion of it what i'm just curious to know what you guys think about that um i'll, I'll just jump in real quick uh it would have to be epic they would have to really put in a lot it can't be just talking 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 which is great for the walking dead as a show because you have one of give the narrative for these characters but that doesn't go over well when you bring it to the big screen big screen has yeah. to have a lot of action especially if you're talking about bringing a zombie show uh, so, uh, so it depends so so carlos so are you saying that you want to see a movie of uh carol trying to make soup and uh carol <laughs> uh you know trying to fix the motorcycle uh, I'm, I'm not saying that and- but i mean <laughs> That, 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 would be very, that, that would be very interesting for a certain type of audience. <laughs> you know uh, what? It would depend on the, the, I guess, the profits for the first Walking Dead movie that needs to first come out. Remember that one? Yeah. It still hasn't come out yet. That was supposed to come out last year. So to see if there's even an interest, if people want to see something like this in theaters. I know it, when they first announced it, people were bitter. They were upset because it's not so much of a, oh, this is the direction you're going in. It's a... You're, you took a character away, making it seem like he's dead. He's not dead just to do movies. And then what? Yeah. Then you're going to put him back in when the movies are done? Or is he going to really die in the movies? <clears throat> so, well, oh, well, a, he's, he's coming back. Yeah, yeah, he's he's going to have he's going to have his own show or whatever or his own movie. Um, the thing with me is having having this movie not only makes it so it's a big budget spectacle. You know, I, I feel like The Walking Dead, we've gotten plenty and plenty of the low, you know, low budget, just, you know, two person, you know, one, two shot episodes where it's like kills a couple of zombies here and then just, you know, you know, they talk and they do the whole, they make soup and, you know, they, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, for me, it just seems like it would be really interesting to have a huge, big budget episode not even episode a movie of the walking dead to close it and i think that kind of thing would sort of re-engage a lot of people saying oh wow there's this you know there's going to be a walking dead movie what is this you know it's going to involve you know the the finale of the story and it's like going to be epic so okay so a lot of people are going to are going to get interested in watching this and you know some people might catch back on to the to the season and he's like oh, okay i gotta i got at least i gotta catch up with this season so i can be caught up and just watch the movie well that walking it, dead movie is supposed to come out before the finale so that's that's there's a really gonna be, yeah there's already gonna be a walking dead movie before that because that movie was supposed to be out so i'm assuming they've already filmed most of it so yeah. season season 11 comes out in the summer of this year mm-hmm. um does it end Next, how many does the it, year after it, it, it is next in, year. Yeah, next year. Yeah, it's a, it's a twenty four episodes. Yeah. So they extended the whoa, whoa, length. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, it's mm-hmm. twenty four episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this Damn, is gonna this is gonna be a big one. They're dragging this one, and <laughs> uh, and I think it has a lot to do with the movies. 
Because they don't well, want that this is over and then you're just watching movies. This isn't Star Trek. You know, so. <laughs> I hope Carol doesn't learn how to make pot roast. <laughs> oh, With rocks. He'll put rocks in it, you know. All right, people. So there it is. This was it. The final, final episode for season 10. This is episode 22. Here's Negan. And uh, thanks again for joining us. We will be back for Fear of the Walking Dead once that kicks back. So I'm looking forward to that to see what's going on with Morgan and all of them. Because that show is still, it's such a, it, it's as if they were like, all right, how crazy can we go with this? Can we make this into a Western? Do it. Just do it. Throw everything at it and see if it sticks. And right now it's sticking. I'm enjoying it. So we will be back for that. But again, thanks for tuning in or wherever you're finding us, whether it's on the Coalition side, YouTube, uh, Spotify, iTunes. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So again, I was uh, your host, Adam Vale, joined by Richard Billy Jr. and Carlos Romero. And we will see you next time, everybody. Peace. Peace out.